Hey, welcome back, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Me So Asia. So I went ahead and traveled. That's why this episode's a little bit late. It was supposed to be up Thursday, but I pushed it back to Saturday. And then this weekend has been so hectic because I am recording from Washington State. Yep, I'm in the good old greeny, rainy, dreary, grayed out state of Washington. And it's not too bad. It's very beautiful. I want to take the time to go ahead to remind you all, if you haven't listened to episodes one through eight, please do so as well. So you get caught up on, you know, how we got to episode nine. So we went through one introduction. Episode two was my field engagement. Following that was my Las Vegas nightmare story, followed by what was the demise of my relationship. Then I talked about my male roommate, talked about my online dating situation with OkCupid, and um, I went ahead and told you about my eyebrows, went ahead and explained to you what happened at their little emergency room, and boom, we're up to date with episode nine. And this is pretty much talking about the second time I went through online dating, pretty much. And um, it was pretty interesting to record this. But anyway, as for Seattle, so... I'm in Seattle, Washington, and this trip has been planned since actually the beginning of April. No, take that back. I planned this trip back in February 2020. Yeah, this year. And when the pandemic first popped off, honestly, I was still going to go through with my plans because at that time when a pandemic was, you know, up and rising, I was being a millennial, just to be honest. (laughs) And I thought everything was going to be all right. I thought it was going to calm down pretty quickly. No, no, that's not what happened. So I went ahead and canceled my flight back in April. I was supposed to go like mid-April time frame to Washington State. And I pushed it back to October because I thought everything was going to calm down a little bit. And it kind of did. You know, grocery stores will have, um, you know, shortages in some areas. But it's not like shortages in like rice and bread and all that stuff. So there's actually stuff on the shelves now. So that's good compared to the beginning of the pandemic because everybody's going crazy. So I rebooked it back in April when I canceled it, pushed it back to October, I believe. Yeah. And um, fast forward to, was it when I fly? Thursday night. Yeah. Thursday night. I flew Thursday night after work. And uh, when I got to the airport in the DMV area, it's actually like the graveyard. It was really quiet. It was not as many people. And mind you, Back in 2019, I flew like about every month, at least once a month, every month. So I I can definitely tell the difference between then and now. And TSA was extremely fast and I have pre-checked. So it was lightning fast. It was just me and another guy. And a few more people was getting into line. So I'm pretty sure TSA people was pretty bored at that point. And you had to wear your mask in the airport at the all time, I believe. That's what I was thinking of. And um, I was happy to reschedule this flight because, one, I can still come out and finish my trip. Two, um, I was able to plan around a holiday this time because I believe April was no holiday for me to plan around. So I saved the leave day. And then three, the most important thing is that I saved costs. And the bad thing was my flight was a straight flight at first. But um, between April when I rebooked this flight till now, my flight has changed like a billion times. So now there's a stop 
in between, unfortunately. So just to stop in between um, planes, whatever. So I flew from the DMV area and I flew into Denver, I would say. And uh, that flight was, what, almost four hours, honestly. And um, I was kind of exhausted because, like I said, I left after work Friday. And I forgot, I forgot to tell you all, when I pack for trips, I pack either the day of, depending on how late I leave, or the night before. I know. I know, whatever. But anyway, <laughs> uh, when I got to Denver, Denver was absolutely crowded, mind you. It looked like how it was before the pandemic. It was people everywhere. Um, people was like at the restaurants, eating at the bar or whatnot, all over the terminals. It was people everywhere. And of course, everybody had their mask on because um, you got to keep it on unless you're eating or drinking something or whatever. Um, when I got to Denver, chilled there for like 45 minutes and then I was able to get on the next plane, I would say. And the next plane ride was from, uh, of course, Denver over to Seattle. And that plane ride was about almost two and a half hours. So I was on a plane for a good a bit of time. And surprisingly, the plane ride for both of the trips, you know, from DMV to Denver, Denver to um, Seattle, was actually pretty smooth, ain't gonna lie. Just that the incline and not incline, the, uh, yeah, I would say incline, whatever, or ascent, I guess, and the decline, uh, it was kind of choppy, but other than that, it was pretty, it was pretty smooth, ain't gonna lie. And uh, when I got to the Seattle area, um, I rented a car. And surprisingly, the car was extremely cheap. <laughs> for um, Was it 10 days I rented it for? Yeah, it's cheap for 10 days, surprisingly. It only cost me 200 bucks. I'm not used to paying that much <laughs> for a car like that. So I'm satisfied because I am like to be stranded. And the main purpose I'm over here is because I want to visit my best friend, her family, and most importantly, my godson. On to the story. So I'm a little more nasally than I am typically because I don't feel good. I'm not gonna lie. And no, it's not a coronavirus. So in my humble opinion, I think it's just simple allergies, just to be honest. Um, I know when I'm itchy, especially my ears or like my throat or my eyes, I know it's definitely allergies. That's the main culprit. I suffer through allergies, I would say throughout the year. And I try to Take my allergy medicine, but I'm not going to lie. I'm not the best person, and I don't have the best memory. So, this will be good today. But, on to the story. I went ahead and talked about my first online dating experience with OkCupid. I had okay results. And about, I'm not too sure how long later I tried Coffee Me Bagel. Maybe like a year later, or six months later. I can't remember the timeline. But, one day at work. I was talking with my coworker, and we're gonna call her Fufu. We're talking my coworker, Fufu. Oh, I'm trying to breathe so hard. Oh, I'm trying to breathe through this. My nose. Okay, my coworker Fufu, <laughs> that we're gonna call. She suggested the app to me because she was using it at the time, and she was telling me how much of a success that she was having with the app. However, she hasn't met anybody yet because um, there's some flaws. Or there's some deal breakers that the guy she's been talking to and she did, she's not willing to compromise. So that's why at the time she was suggesting the app to me. That's why she didn't have, you know, proof that it worked for her at that time. And I understood. So I was like, okay. So now that she told me about her experiences and 
about how to create the profile and about the app in general. I downloaded honestly at the at my job and um I didn't go forward with creating it because I wanted to look up more stuff about it, just to be honest. And um, she said, okay. And she said, when I create it, you know, let her know because she was going to, you know, give me some pointers about what I wrote or like my profile picture that I posted or something like that or whatnot. So she was going to coach me through it. So later on that night, I went ahead and watched YouTube videos because anything that I want to try new, I have to go research about the ins and outs, the pros, the I really like the cons, but um, I researched the pros and the cons, but especially the cons. I want to know what bad thing is about the app or the website or whatever I'm about to look into. And um, I want to see if it's a compromise that I'm willing to make, if that makes sense. So I would say after I went ahead and watched all the videos, read all the reviews, I think I was ready to give it a go. So when you first sign up, I believe it asked for my phone number first, then my then my email, I believe, and like my name. Well, I don't think it asked you for your real name. I believe it's a fake name, just to be honest. But anyway, <laughs> um, like a pro, for profile, there goes a profile name. Then um, after that, it was asked me what I like in my partner and. It asked stuff about myself. I believe it didn't ask me about any dislikes, just to be honest. Um, it didn't ask what I would be a deal breaker on. So, what is generic stuff? But one thing that was different from um, Coffee Meat Bagel and the, what's the other one? Cupid? Okay, Cupid. What's that? Okay, Cupid. It was a series of questions I had to answer. And it went ahead and matched me, or not matched, I shouldn't say that paired me there goes paired me with potential people uh, based off my answers that best suits me on coffee meat bagel it was more like a essay I had to write more on my profile to um, pretty much attract people and I believe on the app I attracted any and everybody I know I can set like the specifications of if I want a certain race or certain height cool I could put that but um, from what I remember because it's been like a while ago it was a lot of writing. So I remember it was like five main things I had to write um, or could write if I wanted to. But one of them was I am. I think that's what the section was called. And I typically how to typically you have to write about yourself pretty much like what do I like? Uh, what do I do? Um, something like that. And I believe it's another section. It was I like. I'm trying to think of the top of my head. It was I am and I like, or maybe it's both. But um, I pretty much had to write down stuff about me. Stuff about um, what I like to do, what I want to do, and everything like that. Another thing that I liked with OK... No, OK. Another thing that I liked with Coffee Meat Bagel versus OK Cupid was there was a section where I described my... I want to say perfect partner, but somebody that... Um, would have similar characteristics or like to do certain things with me. So it was a section like I appreciated when my date and I could describe what type of stuff that I would like my date to do. And I could focus on talking about the turn offs and like turn ons that I would like in my potential partner or date or whatnot. That's what I 
could remember. So it was writing stuff about myself and then writing stuff about what I want in my partner, I would say. So it was a lot of writing. And luckily, I'm a talker, so it was easy for me to go ahead and write about what I'm looking for in a partner. Then towards the end, um, I believe it asked me for my location. And of course, I don't like to turn on my location. I put a fixed location and always put it in the DMV area because it's safer. Okay, just to be honest, it's safer and is um, very, how can I say it is, generic, I would say. And it pulls in a lot of results. And plus, I live um, close to, well, relatively close, like 30 minutes to a lot of places. So I'm not, I'm, I don't mind driving somewhere 30 minutes, like an hour. So whatever. So I typically, that's my default area. I aim for that area. And um, after that, I went ahead and uploaded some pictures. I remember you had to upload your profile picture. Then you had to up- upload some other pictures for your profile. So your, um, uh, I would say your pairing, I would say, could go through. And I remember when I went ahead and uploaded my photos, completed my little bio, my write-ups, whatnot. Um, my profile was pretty generic. It, of course, has the majority of my written responses, of course. Actually, no, I think it has all my written responses on my profile. And the short little questions I answered, I believe they're not on my profile unless I wanted to. Like, stuff like, I believe it's my hometown that shows up, um, my job that probably shows up, and stuff like that, or education level. I think that stuff shows up if you want it to. Question mark. <laughs> I don't remember. It's been a while. Um, after that, there is a section where you can go ahead and explore some people. You can set the specifications and search for people. Or um, you can wait till they come to you. Um, I remember that there was like points I get. I think depending on how many responses I get, it builds up my points or something like that. And I could go ahead and respond to people. And from my understanding, with this app, when I was using it um, a while ago, I believe I had to make the first move. So um, guys can message me. But however, the co- our conversation could not unlock until I like did the first reply or something like that. I, I believe that's how it worked. So I made the first initiative. And um, I got... A lot of responses actually. There was a lot of people from the northern, the northern Virginia, DC area that responded, which I expected. Cause like I said, I target my location to that area anyway, because it's it's pretty generic, you know. Um, we're all around that area. Me and of course the potential matches, of course. And um, I don't think this is a bad place to you know get some results. So I remember. It was a bunch of people in my profile, well, a bunch of people in my inbox. And I believe even if you replied or not, you could still view somebody's whole profile. Um, I remember OkCupid, okay, you viewed like a preview of the profile until like you like it or something like that. And you could view the whole thing. Uh, but this one, you can view the whole thing regardless if you like the person or not. And because uh, I guess... It's set up like that because if I do like the person, of course, I got to make the first move and send a message or whatever. But it was a few people that I liked. I got the 
mixture of people. Um, I got a mixture of Asian, um, got a mixture of white, got a mixture of black, um, African. It was so many different mixes. Um, I would say um, Indian, um, what else? Uh, Native American. It was it was a mixture, and like I said before. The conversations that I have with people is going to either turn me away or make me intrigued and want me to learn more. And the looks doesn't really matter to me, honestly. Because the, the first thing that matters to me is the um, charisma and the chemistry, especially, and how the conversation flows. Because I don't want all the burden to be on me to carry the conversation. And um, that's... No. So the first person I met on there, um, he was, what was he? I think he was Indian. And I'm going to call him Nippy. <laughs> I'm going to call him Nippy. And um, everything was cool. Um, I remember he said he was going um, to school to get his, uh, was it bachelor's in IT? He has an associate. He was working like an entry-level job. He was trying to work his way up. And I guess he's trying to confirm if I was a catfish or not. So he asked for my social media. So I always give my Instagram because I don't give my, well, I'm, I'll, I travel a lot. So on my Instagram page, it looks like I'm everywhere <laughs> but home. <laughs> so I'm always free to give that out. So yeah, you have my Instagram. So I gave it to him. And then we continued to talk in the DMs as well. So he felt more comfortable to know that I'm a real person. My page is active. I post on my story daily. I post on my, was it my feed? Um, f couple, few times a week. So he was comfortable then. And um, we're starting to get to know each other over the past, well, over the next, at this point, three days until a weird thing happened, actually. Um, I got to talk about this weird part. Um, <clears throat> clear my throat. Sorry about that. I feel under the weather. Um, he was sending me voice messages over Instagram, similar to like iPhones. I think Androids can do it too. You know, you go in your messages and um, you hold down a button, you record, and it sends to your friends and families, whatever, in a group chat or not. So we was doing that in um, the DMs because you could do that with Instagram. And he said that. I'm going to go ahead and go to sleep. And I was like, bet when I'm in a talkative mode, I just keep going, whatever. So I said, I'm going to continue recording my messages. So don't forget what I'm going to tell you. And you can just listen to them later, whatever. So he didn't respond. I was just still multitasking, recording, sending them. And all of a sudden he said, I'm trying to sleep. I'm over here like, ignore the messages <laughs> you ain't gotta listen to it now um it doesn't expire until you listen to it and then it'll disappear from the instagram on uh, dm in the back of my mind i was over here like i told you what i was gonna do i don't know why you're flipping out about you trying to go to sleep so hard but you know whatever so um i went ahead and <laughs> i went ahead and blocked him <laughs> That, that, that was weird how he got a little bit upset about that. And I I gave him a warning about what I was going to do. So that was, that was a little bit weird. 
So that went down a drain. So I went back on the app. <laughs> went back on the app and then I found another person. And I'm gonna call him Nick Nack Paddywhack. Okay. So Nick Nack Paddywhack uh, was the next person I connected with. And um he was Korean. Yes, he was Korean. And he was a former, was it Air Force? Yeah, he was former Air Force. And um, he got out within seven years, I believe. And uh, around the time we what met on match, yeah, he was 27 at the time. Yeah, 27. And um, what he told me was that he was trying to go to school to be a nurse. So we hit it off. And over the next, I would say, week we were talking on the app, we decided to meet and get some bubble tea. And that was the first time I actually had some bubble tea. And I'm not going to lie, the little balls, whatever it's called, the yogurt balls, um, it's, it's, it's not it, sis. It's, mm-mm. Ooh, no. But where somebody would have warned me. And uh, we met for bubble tea, and it was this cute little place. Um, it reminded me that I was, it, it reminded me of I was overseas in a whole other country, the way the decor was. And it was really, really beautiful. It was so cute. So, that place was Instagram worthy, I tell you. But anyway, so we met there, and um, I got there like a minute or so before him, and he pulled up on his motorcycle. I said, "Oh, motorcycle, okay, that's that's different." And um, we went ahead and sat down, and we talked. And like, he was really talkative. He was very engaged into the conversation. And he was very lively, and um. I, I liked his vibe and, and um one thing I picked up which I kind of uh don't like about him what didn't like about him at the time because we're not talking of course right now um was that he was in school but he slipped up and said that he's not sure if he wanted to be a nurse or not but he's going to continue with his classes and you know move forward with his life and in the back of my mind I was here like you got out the military and if you're not sure what you want to do, I think you should, you know, get a job or something like that or get a trade or craft and sit down and think it out, honestly. Don't waste your money, your time going to school because you think you want to do it. If that makes sense? It should be like a good, confirmed, solid decision to go ahead and do a different profession, but go to school before you do it. So that's that's just me. So I could tell that he was a little bit lost a little bit and I'm a little established and I know where I'm trying to head to. So that's one thing that was in the back of my mind. I'm like, wow, he's over here trying to figure out what he wants to do since he's been out like not even that long ago. And I'm over here knowing what direction I want to take and he's a little bit lost. So after that um, little date lasted for about two hours, three hours or so. Um, we left, he walked me to my car, and then he said, if you want to, you can come over to my friend's barbecue and um, hang out with me and my friends. And I was over here like, uh, okay. So I told him I'll think about it. I'm not sure he liked that I said I'll think about it. <laughs> but it's true, I can't give no answer right there. I know he was excited to do something else because um, he, he was really hyperactive, which I like. Um, like when people are like excitable and happy and stuff like that, that brings the mood up. So from there, I was like, oh yeah, I'll think about it. And um, we just left it at that. And we parted ways. And then we, well, he asked if I had made it home. 
and I didn't respond because I, I was going to, I totally forgot. And um, the next day I just totally forgot to respond. And soon as you know, I forgot to respond a day, two days, three days, and it went on years and months. So here we are. <laughs> and uh, that was my fault. And maybe it's for the best. Cause like I said, he was a little bit lost in my mind. And um, that's, that's totally okay. I hope he, I hope he's doing okay now. Cause he, he was actually not a bad guy. Um, he was, he was really nice, really cordial. And, um, sounded like he came from like a really good background. It just that like, he had to find himself and what he really wants. And, um, honestly, I think in my humble opinion, he didn't really confirm or deny this, but I think that he should concentrate on schooling and like his career first before he thinks about going to a relationship, just to be honest, because, um, he, he was just really lost. And, um, of course, with the first person, Nippy, and now Knickknack, cross off my list. <laughs> Third time's the charm, right? <laughs> I went back on the app again, and I went ahead and found another person. So the third person, we're going to call him, hmm, what do I want to call him? I'm going to call him Greg. Let's do that. So... Greg, he was um, white, and one thing that was different about him is that he was um, a redhead, which I never, well, I don't, only known one person that had, like, naturally red hair, and that was back in high school, and it's beautiful, like, copper red looking, so, yeah, so I ran across him, and um, he sounded really funny in the DMs, so I was like, oh, he's really funny, he could probably hold a conversation in person, so that would be great. So, since we talked for, like, actually two weeks that time. We talked for a good two weeks, and then we felt comfortable with um, going ahead and setting up a, a meeting to meet each other. And um, that story has to be put off for another time because that one's really interesting, and I got to go into more detail about what happened so I'm going to save that story with Greg um, till next time. So keep that in mind. But one thing I want you to know about Greg is that he was a um, lawyer. He was a lawyer in D.C. And one thing that uh, I probably was thinking of at that time, I literally gave him doubt, honestly. I was like, Ugh, he's a lawyer. He's probably, you know, stiff, uptight, probably. But of course... Um, like everything, I want to give it a try. So um, I was reluctant. On his profile, however, he said he was 36. But just to be honest, if I could remember his page correctly, he had his profile picture, which looked like he was in his like late 20s, just to be honest. And his other pictures, it looked a little bit different. It looked like he put younger pictures of himself. I felt like he didn't put his current pictures up. And I will confirm or deny um, if that is really true in the next episode. All in all, looking back and reflecting on what happened with the Coffee Meat Bagel app, one thing I like is that I can look at um, and read, go through all the pictures of the people of potential pairs, I would say. And make a decision if I want to start a conversation with them and continue it. Because like I said, I had to initiate it. 
it could be plenty of people in my inbox, but if I don't respond back, the conversation can't go anywhere. It'll just be one-sided, which I really like. Another thing is that I like how it gave me opportunity to write out what I want in my mate and write out about what I like, what I dislike. However, the issue with that is when you go ahead and look at other profiles, a lot of people don't take the opportunity to fill out those sections. So like I said before, when I run across a profile that's not really, I would say, detailed, it doesn't really tell me much, um, they don't type a lot, then that tells me they're, they're not serious. Because if you really was, you would have took the time out and filled out your profile page. So of course, people like that, I went ahead and um, X them off my list because I didn't have time for that. I want people with, you know, a little more substance. And my top three people that I chose, I felt that their profiles were pretty detailed. They let out what they want. But the only thing I had to do was to decide, you know, is seeking a relationship pretty much is what they really want in the long run. And um, I would say Nippy was not bad, but that little outburst that he had over a simple um, voice message conversation because he quote unquote wanted to get some sleep was a little bit off. Um, because typ- typically when, when I go to sleep, my phone is either um, on silent or vib- vibrate or especially do not disturb. That means no notifications will come through. So I'm not too sure what that is. Or um, maybe, this is my theory, maybe um, he didn't want those messages to come through because possibly he had somebody. and He didn't want to see all those notifications pop up on his phone, especially at night. So maybe that is. That's just me, whatever. On to Knickknack. Knickknack wasn't bad. It's just that I just felt that I was too ready uh, compared to him. Of course, he was trying to get his footing, you know, figure out what he want out of life and how he's going to continue his life without being in the military. And I felt that um, if we ended up being together, I think I might push him to the point that um, I might lead him to doing something that he possibly don't want to do because I, I like to see, I would say results. I like to see change. I just like to see some action. And if he was my mate and I, and I would see him stuck in one place, I would try to be a little bit too pushy. So I, I know myself. So I was like, yeah, no, I, I can't do that. And then the one I'm saving for the next episode is going to be Greg because he was a very, very interesting character. So he gets his own special episode about the nonsense that he pulled. Because <laughs> that was straight nonsense. And um, it was very funny. However, um, one thing I did not like is that I think that the app should have asked more preliminary questions, I would say. And then do more of like a matching thing. Because I felt like the way the profile was set up and how the process was, and how it ended with the profile, and all the suggestions thrown at me, and um, it was very overwhelming, and it felt like a free-for-all. It was like, it was no filtering out people, from what I remember. I speak from my experience, 
but I just felt like it was very overwhelming because the app is not filtering out people, just giving you Edie and everybody. But um, I could probably change the settings or probably was able to change the settings, but I didn't really look into it. But it's too late now because I already deleted the app, you know, at this point. And what else? I dislike. Oh, also, um, at the beginning, right? Sometime around the beginning, I mentioned that there were points. And uh, depending on how much, I believe it's activity, responses, whatever you do, in the app, you gain points. And that gives you the power to, I believe, like or respond back to a person. And if you exceeded your amount, I believe you accumulate um, coins or whatever every day, depending on how long, how much you log in or how much activity you do on the app. Um, what else? Or you could buy some, which was really weird. Because <laughs> I'm like, why would I buy some in-app stuff? So that was really interesting. But um, since I was really choosy and very, um, I would say, selective with the people that were in my inbox, I definitely use my coins or whatever I want to call it wisely. But um, if you want to reply to any and everybody to give everybody a chance, um, I guess you could purchase some coins, but I don't think that's worth it because the app was in, it's pretty much essentially free. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thank you for listening to episode nine, which is called I Tried Online Dating Again. And that app is Coffee Me Bagel. Like I said earlier, I like some things about the app. I didn't like some things about the app, but the main thing I like is that I had freedom to express myself about what I want, what I like, and what I dislike. However, I feel like they should add more, I would say, questions to weed out everybody else. But however, I'm satisfied with my results. It's just that it was bad timing with the people that I selected to, you know, move forward with. But it's totally okay, I guess. Um, Like I said, I'm going to do an episode about the third guy that I picked out. Because that's a date I will not forget. (laughs) That was very interesting. Um, I don't know. (laughs) I have mixed emotions about it. But I hope it makes you laugh. Because it sure makes me laugh when I think about it. It's ridiculous. Okay. You listen to the podcast on YouTube at AsianMK. Um, I believe I mentioned this earlier, but I'm going to see if I can do my podcast showing my face. But I got to double check my equipment to see it is pretty much capable of handling all that. Another thing is that I'm going to try to start doing my vegetarian vlogs. I got two videos recorded. I just got to finish the editing and the final touches. So I hope that's good to go because I want you all to see my trials and turbulations and see what I eat weekly because um, I do meal preps because it's easy for me to like grab and go because I'm really busy and I don't, I don't have time to pretty much cook every single day. So I try to meal prep for like the next three to two days at most a week and rotate out meals and whatnot. So I'll definitely show you all that. You can definitely follow me on my Instagram at Asia K Charnay. Other than that, thank you for sticking through me (laughs) and my nose and my allergies because I sound miserable. I'm not sure you hear it. Not sure you hear it, but I am dying right now. (laughs) Um, Until next time, I hope you all stay safe and I hope you all are happy doing what you want to do. And if you're not, 
try to get to where you need to be. Until we talk again. Toodles. Oh, <laughs>